Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Cosmic Laundry Podcast, a place where we explore modern spirituality in all of its forms. I'm your host, Giselle Plamondon, and I'm here to guide you on your journey into learning more about your soul's path. I am a social worker, astrologer, and human design guide, and I love to share new ideas, new information, and deeper wisdom with you all, especially as I'm on this path and learning everything with you by your side. So join me every Friday as I open space and explore topics and ideas that will support you in understanding yourself and the world better. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Cosmic Laundry Podcast. I'm your host, Giselle Plamondon, and today we're going to be doing a little mini episode on something that I have been thinking about a lot and something that um, I kind of just want to open up a conversation with you guys, with everybody about some of these things that I'm thinking about. Um <laughs> I'm really like sitting with where to start because this conversation is a big conversation and I know that there's gonna maybe be some backlash on both sides of this coin but I want to share that middle ground that middle path which I you know really truly believe is what I am here to do anyways that's my purpose on the planet that's why I'm here So what we're going to be talking about today is feminine energy, masculine energy, and where these things fit in the new paradigm. So many of you who have been following me for a while know that I am like a feminine energy girl. Feminine energy teachings changed my life, very similar to the way that astrology and human design changed my life. I actually don't think that I could be where I am today without either of them. I needed the feminine energy work, the heart opening, the softening, the receptivity. I needed that work and that coaching and and I needed to develop, um, I don't want to say skills because that's maybe not it, but I, I needed to develop an awareness around that aspect of myself. And I also needed to develop an awareness around my astrology and my human design and and step into that as well. And so something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, especially as I'm, you know, stepping into more of a coaching role now coming out of this like therapeutic model where I can have a little bit more um, input into sessions and I can really guide people in a, um, in a, like more concrete way, right? Like that's really the difference between counseling and coaching. A a good counselor, a good therapist will guide you to find the answers within yourself and will not input their own journey too much into your journey because they're here to help you discover your own path. A coach, on the other hand, though, is someone that you hire when you see an embodiment that they carry and you want to learn the skills that they learn. So a coach, as much as they're hopefully guiding you back to yourself and making sure in the you know alignment process that you're actually aligned with what they're teaching they're still guiding and teaching and sharing a lot more about their journey and what they've learned and there's a, a bit more of a 
um, a bit more of a structure to it, I find. And of course, like some counselors function in that way and some coaches function in a more therapeutic way. So it's not, you know, black and white, but that's really the way that I see the difference. And so now that I'm stepping into more of a coaching role, I'm really looking at like, okay, what am I going to be bringing into my work with clients? And this idea of feminine energy work, feminine embodiment work, relationship work, you know, bringing all of those things together has kind of been on my mind for a few years. Um, but I've had some like resistance to it. You know, I even got a logo made a couple of years ago from Greer at um, Align Creatives um, for this like feminine embodiment coaching that I was planning on doing at the time. And I just never launched it. And I have been sitting with like, okay, what is the resistance to this? Why am I not a full send for teaching or sharing these teachings? Um, even though they have massively profoundly <laughs> impacted my life. And I think I've uncovered why I think I, you know, I've really been sitting with this and, and really thinking about why the mask or where the masculine and the feminine fit in the new paradigm. And this is kind of what I've uncovered. So one of the things about feminine energy teachings is that um, they work for the people that they work for. I have seen a lot of people say that feminine energy coaching didn't work for them, that it made them not like themselves, and it made them feel like they had to fit into some type of a mold. And I think that that happens when the feminine energy coaching and these teachings are not in alignment with your true nature. So one of the reasons that Alison Armstrong and, you know, John Wineland, and um, I would say those are the big ones that I really stumbled across in the beginning of my journey. One of the reasons that these teachings worked for me is because my natural state is very feminine and very receptive and very pleasure oriented. Um, when I am just being myself, I'm really not competitive. I don't care a lot about um, outcome or results or strategy, like all of that is the masculine side of ourselves. And I had been wearing a very masculine shell for most of my life because um, feminine energy just was not like, not real. I don't want to say it wasn't allowed, but it wasn't really honored or received well in my family or where I grew up. I was always made fun of and teased for being sensitive for being girly for prioritizing beauty and connection and and art and all of these different things so I learned really early on in life to lean more on the masculine skills and traits that I have because I do I'm very well developed in that that aspect of myself as well so I started to lean more on you know helping people doing things for others being productive and helpful and then also on my intelligence right so these feminine energy teachings helped bring me back into myself. And that's why they were so powerful and so profound for me. But what I've seen in people who are maybe not naturally that way, and, and even when I think about like 
it's not as simple as like feminine energy and masculine energy. When I think of feminine energy within myself, I think of the two dominant, you know, feminine archetypes that are activated in my psyche, which are the lover and the maiden. So that's mostly what I'm talking about. And feminine energy teachings, <laughs> I put in quotation marks, as they're taught, are very lover and maiden dominant, okay? If you have more of the sage activated in your psyche, if you're more of a mystic, if you're more of a queen, those teachings are just not going to feel true or aligned for you. And I don't think that in the new paradigm, we're really meant to be um, being anything other than ourselves. So this is the thing that has been holding me back from these teachings, because really the only people that I would want to work with and that I feel that that type of, of coaching would work for are people who are like me, lovers and maidens, right? Everyone else, they've got their own path. They've got their own way of being. And so um, this isn't to say that I don't love feminine energy teachings. I do. I'm going to be bringing a lot of uh, polarity coaches and feminine energy coaches onto the podcast because I want to learn more about other people's perspectives and other people's journeys. But I really feel that in the new paradigm, what's going to happen is we are going to expand our understanding of what the feminine and what the masculine are. I actually think that there's going to be new archetypes unlocked. I think that um, unlocked, like we're in a video game, maybe we are. Um, I feel that what we know about the feminine and the masculine right now is so limited. And I also think that's why there's a lot of pushback against these teachings, because in some ways, like especially if you look at a lot of the people who are teaching feminine energy from a perspective of like how to get a man, like that should, let me just like back up for a second. Anything that you are doing in your healing journey should not be about an external outcome. And it should definitely not be about um, getting a man or getting a woman. I think that there's definitely skills to be learned if you want to be a good partner, if you want to be good at dating, if you want to, all of that kind of stuff. But the moment, even like that whole thing is so backwards. The moment you're like, I'm going to learn how to be soft and receptive and go with the flow and not control things. So I'm going to learn how to be this way so that I can attract and keep a man. It's like topping from the bottom. It's like subtle manipulation. It doesn't work. And it's, in my opinion, not the purpose of it. So um, I think that what's going to happen is we're going to start to understand that there are different ways of being, right? That there are different ways to be a woman, there are different ways to be a man, there are different ways to be a non-binary person, you know, there's all of these different archetypes and these multitudes of archetypes. And I think that what's going to happen is people are going to find where they fit and where what feels comfortable for them, right? And in that, there's going to be an authentic expression. So if you are listening to a feminine energy coach and they are saying, this is what you say before a first date, this is what kind of dates you should accept and what kind of dates you should not accept. This is what's right. And this is what is like, I hate the word high value, but this is what high value is and this is what isn't none of that is like pure feminine energy work be or even like the masculine energy stuff where they're doing the same thing none of that is healing work that is just you putting on another mask and pretending to be something that you aren't 
When I talk about feminine energy teachings, what I'm talking about is teachings that bring you back to your truth of who you are, teachings that remind you that as a woman or a feminine being, you are powerful, that you don't have to um, compete and be productive and like put all this external output into the world to be valuable. What feminine energy teachings and coaching did for me is really allowed me to see my worth and my value and to, to hold really strong and true to that. So now I am anchored, I am grounded, and I know what I want and what I don't want. And I can approach life in a more open-hearted, more receptive way. I don't have my guard up in the same way. I'm not waiting for people to hurt me. I'm not waiting for everything to go to shit. You know, I'm really in a place of trusting that I'm going to be taken care of and that I don't have to prove myself. Right. And the ironic thing is that even though the thing that propelled me into that those teachings and and this work and and softening in this is that I had such difficult relationships with men. Like I just didn't understand them. I was like, why don't they understand me? Like, why am I always just such a sensitive, like reactive, um, irritable, irritable person around men, right? I, a huge part of, of why I started listening to these teachings was because I wanted to understand what was going on. But the ironic thing is that since doing this work. And I've been doing this work for probably as long as I've been learning astrology and human design. Um, I've actually kind of like decentered men in my life and, and not meaning that I don't love men, not meaning that I don't want to have relationships with men, none of that stuff, but my worth is no longer tied to the men in my life, who I'm dating, who I'm spending time with, who my male friends are. I'm no longer looking for male validation or any validation. I'm not looking for validation from anyone other than myself. And so the, the true feminine energy work is really about empowerment. And that's the thing that draws me to it. But what kind of pulls me out of these communities is this like layering of like, if you accept a coffee date, that means that you're low value or you don't prioritize yourself, right? If you like, there's all of these rules and I do not want to be bound by rules. I want to be able to be truly in flow and to do what works for me. Right. And even with the the coffee date example, there have been men where I easily happily accept a coffee date because it feels good and it feels right in that moment. And then there have been men where I'm like, no, I really don't want to go <laughs> sit and have coffee with you. And that's okay too. And so I think the, the future of what these things are going to look like, I'm not even sure that we're going to call them feminine energy or masculine energy coaching, because what they are is really just learning different skill sets. And I think that we all need to develop both of those, right? When I was in the peak of learning how to soften before I could soften, before I could come into this place of trust and surrender, before I could really let people help me and show up for me, I had to learn how to do those things for myself, right? I had to strengthen my own masculine I had to develop boundaries. I had to develop the ability to say no. I had to develop the ability to follow through on what was best for me. Um, and I had to learn how to really create that container of safety for myself. So the, the ironic thing, again, about these feminine energy, masculine energy coaching or, or teachings is that we all need both. 
regardless of, of where you fall on the feminine energy, masculine energy spectrum. Um, and maybe you go back and forth and maybe, you know, maybe you're all of it, right? Everyone needs to know how to do both because these really are just different skill sets, right? The feminine energy skill set is the ability to trust. And in that trusting, it's the ability to receive. And from that place, you can be very open-hearted and loving because you're present, right? Um, Jean Shinoda Bolin in her book, The Seven Feminine, no, it's called Goddess in Every Woman. Um, she talked about this as Aphrodite consciousness, right? The ability to be present and receptive and in listening, but also active, masculine, um, able to hold the conversation, guide the conversation, right? And this is actually the energy that we go into, this feminine, receptive, but still active and strategic energy is the energy that we go into when we're in a coaching space. Like the coach is usually in that space or the counselor is in that space. And we also enter that when we're in a really deep, intimate, powerful conversation with someone, you know, what I like to call heart to hearts, those are usually Aphrodite consciousness. And so I think one of the really beautiful things to remind ourselves of is that like this merging of the feminine and the masculine within us, this inner marriage is actually what makes us powerful. You can't, you can't really do one without the other and maybe you can, but then this is where I think a lot of these feminine energy coaches and the masculine energy coaches, they do this as well. They're so focused on the other, right? Masculine energy coaches are so focused on like, who do I need to be for the feminine and feminine energy coaches are so focused on who do I need to be for the masculine? And that's why, because when you go too far into one pole, um, you have to have the other side to complete you. And if you don't have that ability within yourself to hold that and to be that and to like develop that skill, then yeah, you're going to have to be reliant on someone else who has that opposite energy mastered. And I think there are definitely people who do that really masterfully and beautifully, but it's not the only way to approach this work. And I think it's much more powerful to know how to do both, to know how to do it all and, and to play around with it and to find where it feels comfortable for you. Right. Um, you know, even using myself as an example, like I can get up and get to work. I can, you know, get us there on time. I can make the plans. I can make the structure. I can do that, that thing. I can do the masculine thing. I've been doing it my whole life. I've been training for this for what is that? Um, oh, there's a TikTok sound that's playing in my head, but I can't, I don't remember it. Um, but I can do that. I just don't want to, like, if I have the option not to, I would rather be in the passenger seat, bringing the vibes, bringing the fun, keeping the, the flow of connection and conversation going and prioritizing that. But that doesn't mean that I can't do the opposite. And I think that's, what's really important is knowing how to hold and do both and then making a decision from there. So what I think is going to happen in the future with these feminine energy, masculine energy teachings is I think they're mostly going to go away. Um, there might still be some pockets of it. And I think that there will always be people who are really gifted at tapping into one or the other and teaching people how to activate those. But it's not going to be from a place of binary in the way that it is with many coaches now not all of them there are plenty 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 of these types of coaches that are doing it in a 
really embodied and empowering way. But for every one coach that is doing it in a way that's empowering, there are 20 who are doing it in a way that is performative. So you need to use your discernment. And I do think that there's always going to be people that are really, like I said, just gifted at teaching people these different skills. And we'll go to these people at different times in our lives when we have to activate these different energies, archetypes, and skills within us. Um, but I also think that so much more of the future, especially the future of coaching, is going to be more about embodiment. It's going to be more about, I want to be in the energy of that person because they are so embodied. They know who they are and they are so tapped into that energy that it is expansive for me, even if their embodiment of who they are is not who I am and not who I'm seeking to be. I just want to be around embodied people. So all of these people who are preaching and talking about feminine energy or masculine energy, but that's not their natural state, um, that they're teaching something that they had to learn and that they have to, um, and again, like learning is different from unlearning, right? There, it's one thing to go, oh, like this is reconnecting me with my true self versus this is something that I have to learn and it's an identity that I have to adopt and it's not true to me. Those are two different things. And I think a lot of these coaches in any area, literally, um, all of these coaches that are preaching something that is difficult for them and that is not their true aligned authentic self and way of being, we're no longer going to want to hire coaches just for what they know. We're going to want to hire coaches for who they are. So I think the future of the masculine feminine energy, the teachings, the coaching, the understanding of it, it's all expanding. And we're going to look back on this time and, and really see this binary is being so limited um, and not holding the the true multidimensionality of, of souls, of like our experiences as souls. Um, and I don't even know that we'll use those words in the future. I think they work really well now. I'm definitely not against using the terms masculine and feminine because everybody knows what they mean. Um, they have been kind of convoluted and I think the definitions have gotten a little weird and wonky, but for the most part, if you say I'm a feminine energy coach, people generally get an understanding of what that means and what they're signing up for versus, you know, making something else up. I think really what it comes down to though, is like when you're learning the feminine, you're learning heart opening. And when you're learning the masculine, you're learning space holding. Like that's that's the way that I think of it. And I think, again, we all need to learn different things at different times and activate those different things at different times within different relationships. But in the future, maybe 20 years, maybe not that soon, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, 200 years from now, especially, um, it's not so much going to be a conversation of like, are you a feminine energy being or are you a masculine energy being? It's going to be just like, who are you? Tell me who you are. What's your soul like? You know, we're really not going to have all of these labels and identifiers. And I think that's the really ironic thing about this time period that we're living in is, is people are so quick to want to label and identify themselves, um, which I think is, it's beautiful. Like it's, it's beautiful to have language for who you are and shared language and shared understanding, but 
the truth is also that we're so multidimensional and especially people that are on a healing journey and constantly going into like that rock bottom and practicing alchemy and changing and shifting and growing you're not going to be the same person moment by moment. And so most identity labels are just not going to fit. And I really think in the future, we're going to see people fully as souls, like let your soul speak to me and all of the other identity labels, they can be helpful, um, but they're not going to be the primary way that we relate. And I think that's definitely going to happen with the masculine feminine energy teachings. So I think that's all I have to say on that. Just wanted to, give you guys something to think about of like, especially those of you that maybe are, I know that a lot of people who follow me follow or follow the cosmic laundry because there is a, a softer approach to this work that I take because of where I fall maybe on that spectrum. Um, but for a lot of people, being like me is not going to be the most empowering way for you to be. And so if you are really like knee deep in some of these teachings um, and trying to adopt things that just don't feel true for you or don't feel like a fit, I just want to remind you that that's okay. It's okay to just be yourself. It's okay to just be different. It's okay to um, find the thing that works for you. Even with these teachings, you know, like take what works and leave what doesn't. And, and I think that's true for everything. You know, the moment that you adopt a modality or a lineage, even in full, like, I don't want to say reverence, maybe that's not the word, but in full adoption of it, um, I personally think is the moment that you're not being authentic because there's no way that someone else's path is ever going to fit you fully 100%. You have to find what works for you and what doesn't. And so I think that's really the message today that I wanted to get across is like, use these teachings to support you in your learning and your unlearning. Use them to guide you towards maybe your next elevation your next level, your next growth, but don't take them as gospel. Really don't take anything as gospel. Let yourself learn what you need to learn, integrate it, alchemize it, and then move forward and learn and try something new. You definitely don't have to adopt these things that other people are telling you is like the correct way to be because there is no correct way to be. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of our community. If you want to help us to grow, you can share this episode on your Instagram, share it with your friends. If you do that and you tag us so I can see it, I would love it. I'd just be so, I get so happy every time I hear about how the podcast is impacting you. Really, that's the only thing that keeps me going and keeps me creating with the podcast because it is so much work sometimes but I just love hearing from you and if there's any guests that you want me to have on the podcast any topics you want me to cover just reach out to me send me a dm and we will add it into the content list hope you guys have a great week bye everyone